Federal Insurance. This is Justin. Hey, good morning, Justin. My name is Ken. I want to talk to you about um, uh, Medicare supplemental insurance for my wife and I. Okay. Let me see. Uh, how, how old are you right now, Ken? Right now I'm 66, um, and my wife will be turning 65 in May. So um, I'm on Medicare, but I'm also covered, you know, and it's a secondary insurance under her retirement insurance that she has through Toyota. Right. But but when she turns 65, I guess May 1st, she will lose that insurance, you know, and she'll be on Medicare. So I was wanting to see about, you know, a supplemental insurance that we could get in place for the two of us beginning May 1st. Yes, sir. And your first name is Kenny, K-E-N-N-Y? Yes, that's correct. And, and what's your wife's name? Callie, C-A-L-L-I-E. And y'all's last one. And um, do either one of you use any tobacco? We do not. Okay. No. And what zip code do y'all live in? 38801. We, uh -huh. we live about three uh, three miles west of town out in the High Forest subdivision. Okay. So y'all are uh, close to the Pontotoc line then when you say west of town? Yeah, we're probably, uh, I don't know, a couple miles from, from the line, something like okay. that. Well, um, well, let's see. What What is her birthday? May 54 and your birthday? Okay. All right. Okay. Da, da, da. And how did you hear about us or what, what prompted you to call us? Just Well, um, back when I turned 65, I actually came in the office and talked to another gentleman, you okay. know, about supplemental insurance. And I told him my situation, you know, my wife is retired, but she still had Anthem Blue Cross Blue Shield, and we kind of talked about some scenarios, and he said, you'd probably be better off to stay on that, and when she, you know, gets on Medicare, come back and talk about getting a supplemental insurance. So, right. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, we just always like to know what, what brought you in, so uh, yeah. helps us know well, where, actually, what to, where to spend money, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, I've seen your advertisement on one of the billboards in town at the time, and then okay. also, you know, I was out on the Internet looking for, you know, who did supplemental insurance. But, uh, like I said, I came in and talked a couple of times, and it seemed like the best direction then was just to stay on the Anthem Blue Cross for me. <laughs> and then uh thought I'd get back with you. Right, of course. Okay, so I think I have enough information to give you kind of a, a rundown really quick now. So, okay. um, oh, one more thing. So I know her Part B of Medicare will probably start May 1st of this year. Did you defer your Part B um, when you turned 65, or is Part B active on your Medicare card currently? Mm. Part B? Uh, yes. Is that B. the one where I pay the premium on it? Yes, the premium would typically come out of your Social Security check if you were drawing. Yeah, I think it's about 137 a month, so I do okay. have the Part B. So you do have that. Okay. So you've had right. that since you turned 65, probably. That um, is Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, how is your health? Uh, both of us are in good health. I don't take any medication, and I think the only medication she takes is for her uh, thyroid. Okay. Well, that's perfect. The reason I ask is she doesn't have to answer any health questions and you technically wouldn't either 
um, you have you would have what's called a guaranteed issue period for losing coverage through her work. Um, however, uh, that guaranteed issue right only gives you access to certain plans, and it's not that doesn't give you access to the plan that I would want you to be on, the one that we would think is the best, the plan G. However, um, you can get into it based on health, especially if you're not taking any medicine. So that's why I was asking those questions. I just like you yeah. know, I'm not asking goofy unnecessary questions. <laughs> No, that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah, and I, by the way, Justin, I did just look at my card, and I do have Part A and Part B listed on my card. Okay. And um, so here's here's where we'll go next. And so on the supplement itself, there are three very popular plans. Um, those plans are the Plan F, Plan G, and Plan N. And just to give you a really, really quick synopsis, F stands for full coverage. Now, Medicare wouldn't tell you this, but this is our acronym to help explain it. Uh, F would stand for full coverage, meaning you would be able to go to any doctor that accepts Medicare and for all the Part A and B expenses, hospitalization, doctor's visits, equipment, skilled nursing facility, all that would be 100% paid for, no deductible or anything. With Plan G, we say it's the G for greatest value. That Plan G... Um, would actually pay the exact same thing that Plan F does with the exception of your Part B deductible. So, so they would leave a hole for you to still pay your Medicare Part B deductible, which is only $185 each calendar year. Um, but the premium is significantly lower. Normally the premium is about $300 to $400 a year lower per person. So it makes more sense. Then going down to the Plan N, um, we, we say it's in for not fully covered um, because while that plan is pretty good, there's one hole that is a little bit unpredictable for us. And so with that, that plan in, um, you would still pay your $185 Part B deductible, plus you would pay a $20 office visit copay and a $50 ER copay. But then the last hole or the last two, that aren't covered, that are covered on GNF, would be excess charges, which most doctors aren't charging right now, but that doesn't mean they're never going to. Um, but that's basically where they can charge you in excess of what Medicare approves. Plan F and Plan G both cover those charges, so we like definitely like the G. Um, and then also on that one, there's no foreign travel emergency benefit. Not as big of a deal for most people, but Plan G does have a foreign travel emergency where if you were to go on a cruise or a mission trip or travel abroad or anything like that, they would have some additional emergency coverage while you're out of the country. Um, so based on that, quick thing that I just said and probably confused you to all get out, um, Plan G is the one we recommend. It, it has all the holes covered that need to be covered minus that $185 deductible, which you're better off paying yourself, and it would still give you, um, uh, it still gets you a, a good, a very good price on it because you're not overpaying to cover that, you know, extra 185. Okay. Um, so the pricing on the on the Plan G for the two of you. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. Let me just pull it up. I'm going to give you the cheapest price. And the cheapest one with a company that has a long track record of stable rate 
history, like they're not increasing at an unnecessarily high amount. Um, so I'm going to give you the both of them, and that's just the way we do it. We like to give you both so you know when somebody else gives you that price what you're getting into. Um, so on her, the cheapest rate would be $85.91 for a Plan G a month. The cheapest rate with an A-rated AM-Best company that has a long history with us and with Medicare beneficiaries on rates would be Aetna. And Aetna would come in at $90.33 a month. Um, okay, is, that the one, is that the one you would recommend then, the Aetna? Or? The Aetna would be the one that we're recommending. Okay. I'm actually going to give you one other option, too, just because, uh, not to overcomplicate it, but there is one in there now that is offering a um, free gym membership. So I don't know if that appeals to you, but there's a company called Pekin that's getting that Plan G for eighty six ninety a month. Um, they're not a bad company. They are A-rated. Um, they've been in the market for a while now, too. They give a free gym membership to Anytime Fitness or Snap Fitness. Um, so if that's something that doesn't appeal to you, I'd probably go to Aetna just because they have a longer rate history. Um, now, let me give you the rate on yourself. So by the same accord, the cheapest rate for you is ninety seven ninety three. Um, that, you know, is a company that is A-Invest rated A-plus, but they're, you know, not been in the market as long, and they take some unhealthy business in the underwritten period, so we anticipate it's possible that rate increase could be faster. Pekin, again, the one with uh, the gym membership would be $99.97 a month, would come with that additional benefit. And then Aetna, the one based on the coverage itself and the rate history, that I would probably recommend still is one oh three eighty a month. Okay. Yeah, I just I want someone that, you know, is reliable, dependable. I don't have to worry about the rates jumping on me and that you know, if I have a claim of some kind I don't have to worry about arguing with them. <laughs> right. You know. So I'll tell you I'll tell you this. Um and I mean I could easily just tell you, you know, go with that because that's what that's what I want to tell you. <laughs> and um, But I will explain this just because somebody else will call you and explain it, and I, I want you to hear it from me first. The, uh, the plans themselves on on um, on claims, you'll not see any difference. It wouldn't matter what company it was, whether you'd ever heard of them or not. Um, with Medicare supplement claims, it's completely different than what you're used to in the under-65 health insurance market or even the okay. post-65 health market, there's no haggling. When Medicare approves a procedure, the supplement automatically pays. They have no means by which to deny a claim other than did Medicare tell them not to pay anything on it. So there is no kind of, you know, that, that's why there's so many companies that offer these supplements because they can compete with the bigger companies' names based on the fact that they – they all pay the exact same thing, and they all have the exact same reliability standard. Um, the biggest difference in the plans amongst the various companies 
is the rate increase history. The reason I'm recommending Aetna is we've done business with them a long time, and their average rate increase on their their market analytics is around Right now, their average over the last five years is negative 1.5%. So that's pretty good, you know, on their rate increase history. Whereas, you know, some of the um, by negative 1.5, I mean that their the, all the rate changes, you know, evened out over the last five years. They've actually gone down 1.5%, not up. Whereas, you know, some of the other ones, like let's say, let's see what where Pekin's at. Um, that's the one with the free gym membership. Theirs is at around 1.7% up, which is still not bad. So neither one of them are bad companies. But if you're going to keep, if you ended up getting sick and having to keep one for 20 years, you know, um, the odds are that Aetna is going to be cheaper for you in the long run when you add up what you've had to pay all those 20 years than one of the other companies because of their size and their you know, reputation and their history on rates. Now, there's no guarantee on any of that, but that's just we like to use, you know, statistical data to to make decisions. Yeah, I understand that. Okay. That sounds good. All right. And there's one other aspect um, of your coverage, and that's the drug plan. Have you done any digging on that yet? I have not. You know, I've just read a little bit on the Medicare supplement plan, but, uh, yeah, the drug coverage is something else that we need to discuss. Okay. Yeah, so the drug uh, the drug plan, based on the fact that you guys aren't taking anything at all, um, you could just go with the least expensive drug plan, which is $11.40 a month. Um, one of my typical recommendations on drug plans would be to get the least expensive one with no deductible, which is also the one that uh, has the highest national enrollment. It's called um, Silver Script Choice. It's normally the one people have heard of just because it's the biggest. And they are twenty six ninety a month, um, but they do have zero deductible. So let's say you got something prescribed in the middle of the year like an antibiotic. They're not going to make you pay the full price of it until you get that deductible. Um, so, you know, it can make up for some of the cost difference there. Plus, you just kind of never know what you might get on, and we think it's a little bit more robust of a plan than that $11.40 one. Yeah. So that would be our recommendation. Another um, aspect of the drug coverage, not to get too far off in the weeds on you, but uh, there is Medicare recommends um, – or they, they kind of alert you to, and so does the Kaiser Family Foundation, that if you were to get cancer and have to take these new oral chemotherapy pills that are becoming increasingly common, um, that the no-drug plan is going to shield you from around $10,000 a year in drug out-of-pocket. So a lot of times we do sell what's called a first diagnosis cancer policy with our drug plans, so that if you're diagnosed with that, they write you a check for ten or twenty thousand dollars, depending on which policy you get, and then that money can just be used to supplement those drug costs. Those policies are very inexpensive to get, you know, when you're younger and healthy, um, and so they can, you know, shield you from that down the road. It's just something that a lot of people are better off paying 
uh, like for the two of you together, I believe a 10,000 would be like in the low 40s a month uh, for the two of you combined into one policy because it would go off of the younger spouse's um, age. And it's just something a lot of people do to, to not have to worry about it down the road. Okay. But now on the silver script choice, you said it was twenty six ninety. Is that combined or is that per per each of us? That is per per person. So the drug plans are individual, so you'd be looking at twenty six ninety per person. Okay. Um you know, and then the I'll just tell you really quickly what the going rate on that the cancer side just so you can know what your total price would look like if you did it all. Let's see here. And I'm, I know uh, some people probably think I'm, I give too much information right off the bat and it can get confusing, so I apologize if, if I skip no, no, over. No. Okay. Yeah, if, if anything you have questions about, just let me know. Because sometimes okay, I, no, you're, you're I use jargon to talk. <laughs> people are like, <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> so no, I appreciate it, yeah. Let me see. What was her her birthday was five twenty eight fifty four. Right. So let me just view that. Yeah, they would do the policy based off her age. Saves you a little bit there. Um, so yeah, that would it would be actually forty seven sixty one. Now that's together. That's one premium. So uh -huh. if you did did it the way we recommend. This is normally our minimum package, like when I'm in person with somebody that I show. It would mm -hmm. have the drug plans, the Medicare supplement plan G, and then the additional cancer coverage. And you'd mm -hmm. be looking at a total for the two of you with drug plans, Medicare supplements, cancer coverage, and everything if we used Aetna for the supplement, which I do recommend. Um, you'd be looking at a total for the both of you at two ninety five fifty four a month collectively. Okay. Okay. And that only thing that doesn't include is dental and vision or dental vision and hearing, like ancillary type dental vision hearing. Obviously, your um, eye medical problems are covered under Medicare and the supplement, but like your glasses, contacts, that kind of stuff is a separate dental vision and hearing addition. Yeah, and do you recommend having a dental revision, or do you recommend just going? You know, it, it depends. Do do either of you wear glasses at all? We we do. Uh, my wife has already had you know cataract surgery, but she still wears glasses, and my eyes are pretty good, although I do wear glasses. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, somewhere down the road, I'd have to have cataract surgery. But I guess that's covered under the medical. Right. So the the men the Manhattan life. Um, dental vision and hearing policy is a really good, um, really good plan. Everybody in our office has it. Um, the way I like to um, to talk about dental vision and hearing is is you know from the investment standpoint. When you get health insurance, it's about shielding from catastrophe more than anything, and then the rest of it is is about convenience. What company and what plan is going to be easiest to use so that I don't have to deal with a lot of back and forth. Um, when you talk about dental and vision, it's, you know, over time, am I going to get out as much as I'm going to pay for it, or is it a money drain and I'm better off just paying for it myself? So um, a lot of plans you're not better off with. You're better off paying yourself. With the, the dental vision and hearing through Manhattan, it actually covers uh, 1500 
towards hearing aids a year, 1,500 towards vision a year, or 1,500 towards dental a year. So it's, I mean, you're, you're basically shielding yourself from 1,500 of expenses. So a lot of people would think, well, if it's only going to cover 1,500, I'll just self-insure. But the problem is, with thinking that way, is the, the premium is, is normally a third of what the total annual benefit is. And if you just use it for your routine care, you can normally get your premiums back out of it. And then when you have something big come up, you're technically profiting from it. So it's like, it's almost like, you know, doing some sort of prepaid dental and then having some free additional coverage when, say, you need a crown or you need new glasses or one of the more expensive things comes up. So in my history with my policy, every year I've gotten at least what I paid into it out or more back um, just by doing my routine things. And uh, the biggest thing is a lot of policies don't pay well on vision, but this one will pay uh, up to 1500 a year towards vision. So if you had... You know, for me, that's where one of the ways I got a lot of money out of it was um, getting a pair of actual, like, transitional lenses, um, nice frames, and got a pair of sunglasses, uh, prescription sunglasses in one year, and it paid out like 600 and something dollars towards those. They were kind of expensive. But so I, I really like the plan. The, uh, the rates are not very bad on them. They're, like I was saying, it would be a little bit cheaper for your wife because they're cheaper if you get it before you turn 65. Um, and lock in that it locks in that rate doesn't go up for age after that. Okay, okay. But now, Justin, the fifteen hundred dollars I heard you say uh, for dental or vision or hearing it can it be combined? I mean, if you got five hundred dollar dental and six hundred vision, yes. Is so it, it is. It okay. is your fifteen hundred dollar pot to use by making a claim. So. You could use it all on one service or a mixture of any. Um, most years I get a few hundred dollars back on dental and then maybe a hundred dollars back on vision. Um, other years I'm, I'll get, you know, like last year I ended up having two fillings done, which I don't know how. I'm trying to do all the right stuff, but I apparently in between my teeth I didn't floss enough or something. And so it paid out 660 that year towards dental. And then I ended up going in my, uh, we got a puppy and she chewed on my glasses, so I had to go get new lenses and it paid a couple hundred dollars towards that. So I'm, I'm making money off of the policy and the only way I see in which they profit is that some people get it and they don't go do their routine care. And so when somebody just doesn't go at all, that's where they're making their money. Um, they're probably losing money on people like me because <laughs> I'm actually yeah. using it, you know. But, um. Right. But that, I mean, that's our recommendation is, is to have it. If you find out you're not using it, you can cancel it at any time. But it's one of those things that I think I have more people that turn it down in the beginning that come back asking for it later than I have getting it in the beginning and canceling later. Okay. All right. But, but if I go in for a routine dental cleaning on, say, it's $150, does it pay the complete 150 or how does that work? So it's an increasing benefit. The reason we like this one is there, we do have one that pays 100% on cleanings, but it's, it's a little shallow on the major stuff. This one is the same across the board. So the first year it does pay 60%. 
The second year it pays 70%, and the third year and after it pays 80%. But in the second and third year and, and on after that, after the first 12 months, it's paying those percentages on major services too. So, like, you know, if you ended up having two crowns, that's typically 2000 it's going to max it out and pay $1,500 for that that year. If you do the math on that, that's going to pay for the policy for three years in one claim. So um, okay. it's just hard to say that it doesn't make sense. If you ever thought you or your wife were going to have to get a hearing aid, one or, or two, I mean, it would pay out $1,500 on that that year. So, it, I mean, you're talking about, it. Pay, you know, there's a couple of ways in which you can get a claim payment out of it that would pay for the policy for six to ten years, uh, and then you'd still have your routine stuff in those off years um, getting reimbursed for. So it's very hard not to get, see the value in it. I've even had – I remember I had one guy that um, him and his wife got the policy, and he came in and he said, this isn't paying – you know, I think it was, he was mad because it wasn't paying 100% of everything. So we pulled the claims up to see what it had paid, and in the last year, it had paid out the full $1,500 towards it, and his premium payment into it was around 490 for the year. So I said, if you're, you know, if you compared that to what you're paying into health insurance and getting out of it, you're really making more money off your dental and vision. Uh, it's just that people have, it, you have to set the expectations right. For me, dental and vision is different than health. It's more of a convenience of where do I see myself going? If I have glasses and I have my teeth, and there's even a potential that I might have hearing aids, there's so many ways to make money back off of the policy that it's hard not to see getting it at least for the first five to ten years you're on Medicare until some of those things become less important, like maybe you bought hearing aids now and down the road and maybe maybe you have dentures or maybe, you know, you've had all the major dental work done or something like that. Then it's like, okay, I've gotten everything I can get out of it. Now we'll cancel it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm pretty interested in that also. So uh. okay, yeah. If you if you did, let me tell you what what the full like dental vision and hearing on both of you plus what we already talked about. If you did all of it, let me see. So everything together for the the two of you, drug plans, everything, three eighty eight ninety eight a month. Three eighty eight ninety eight. Okay. Yeah. Now you have dental vision and hearing. Drug, the best drug plans, we think, for people, uh, especially without taking drugs, um, you know, the additional cancer drug coverage, the best value Medicare supplement with the company that we think is going to be the stable longest. And, you know, you're still probably, you know, coming in. I don't know what you've been paying for the Blue Cross or if it's been 100% paid for, but either way, that's pretty much the Cadillac coverage. And then over time, if you decide there's things that you don't need, you can shed some of it, but... That's the way most people get set up, and very few people come back and change it because, you know, they get comfortable with it that way, and people don't typically like to have less coverage. So, <laughs> Right, yeah. Well, that kind of sounds like the way I was, would want to go, just what we talked through, the uh, the Plan G with the Aetna, and then I guess the Silver Script Choice and the Cancer Drug, and then the Dental Vision and Hearing. Yes, sir. Yeah. So all we... Go ahead. 388 is for both of us, right? That's both of you together, one okay. one, uh, one amount. So, Yeah, that would be good. So do you have – I know you have your Medicare card out. Do you have her Medicare card? 
Uh, yeah, I do. I can dig it out here real quick. Okay. Uh, 